2: Ryan Poles has made a lot of decisions this offseason to really set the future for the Chicago Bears. And even though I look at most of them favorably, there is one decision and one thing that Ryan Poles has said that I do have some issues with that we are going to talk about. We're also going to talk about how Justin Fields is starting to become uh, a draw for free agents to Chicago. We're going to talk about that. Let's go into the mailbag right after this.
0: You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content.
2: What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. Right off the top, you can follow me at CEO Hayes, the T-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. And at the top of the show, I said one of the decisions that Ryan Poles made, at least alluded to, that has me a little concerned right now, is the, the decision to possibly move Cody Whitehair back to the center position now I have this for a couple of reasons some are on the football field some are not on the football field but when you look at Cody Whitehair's career he's had he's played 3,904 snaps at center 2,827 snaps at left guard He has not been a full-time starter since 2018 and so in line polls saying that they are absolutely looking at moving Cody Whitehair to the center position it causes some concern because Yes. Could he be good there? Yeah, possibly. But even outside of the, of the the football fit there, you have to ask yourself, if we designate Cody Whitehair as a post-June 1st cut, it could net the Bears or save the Bears $10 million in, in cap space. And when you look at what we still need to do at the work in the trenches of both the offense and defensive line, that could be a huge asset in getting a player that is, could be a more surefire starter. And that's not to say that Cody Whitehair is terrible. He is not. But when you look at the fact of we could bring back Lucas Patrick, who never really got to play at center because of the health concerns, and we also need to do something with Sam Musfer because he's clearly not a center, the Cody Whitehair part of it, and considering Cody Whitehair's age and considering that Ryan Poles hasn't really brought anybody in over 30, is, is that the right decision that we should be making on that offensive line? Now, again, I do think that we're still going to address the trenches in the draft in a meaningful way. But it leaves enough concern there, at least a little bit, in an offseason that I feel pretty good about most of the moves and decisions that Ryan Poles has made this offseason. Maybe I'm looking a little bit too much into it. Maybe I'm thinking too much about what we don't have rather than what Cody Whitehair could possibly be at that position. But for me, I would like, especially like, it's hard to sell almost returning anything outside of Tevin Jenks, Tevin Jenkins and Braxton Jones to that offensive line just because of, how bad it was at times last season. Now again, not all of that's on Cody Whitehair. Not saying that at all. We have we have huge concerns in other places as well. But you look at the work that we still need to do on the offense and defensive line. I do think that waving Cody Whitehair and designating him as a post June first cut could really be the best scenario for the Chicago Bears. Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. All right. Now in all the you know pressers and everything of of the players' introductory press conferences, the new ones there is a lot of players were asked about Justin Fields and were they uh how they view him and if he was a draw for them to come to the team. DeMarcus Walker for example says excuse my french but absolutely, right? And while you know a lot of a lot of new signings are going of course sing the praises of a player that is 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 the 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 franchise quarterback of the team, you still have to wonder like are players going to come to the Bears especially after hopefully he proves himself as a passer in this upcoming season. Is it going to be and grow even more? And, you know, in in this one, of course, bringing D.J. Moore I think helps as well. Tremaine Edmonds even said that he's excited to get to work with Justin Fields and and work with him. Um, Nate Davis has said this young man, he's smart, he's talented, he's a leader, which we've all seen. We've seen those leadership qualities in Justin Fields. And the biggest question is then one of the biggest assets that the Bears could do outside of just draft picks, outside of cap space, is ask Justin Fields grows in the league, grows as a quarterback, grows as a leader, and more people want to come to Chicago because they can get a chance to play with him, for him, help this Bears team get on a good path, as well as wine Poles and how he's viewed around the league. You want to continue to see that growth and development. And so Justin Fields growing as a reason why players will come to Chicago is going to be something that we've never truly had here in Chicago, right? You can say the thing about Jay Cutler, Brandon Marshall, but outside of that, we haven't really had a quarterback that has been a draw for people to come and want to play for the Chicago Bears. Let's hope that that continues. Let's hope that it that is rewarded. Let's hope that the Bears have success this this season to where we can see that possibly grow even further for the Bears and Justin Fields. And you know, again, it feels good. And I know this is is not one of one of those quantifiable things per se because again, almost every player that comes to the Chicago Bears via via either the trade, via a free agency, via the draft. Of course, they're going to say positive things about Justin Fields because right now, Justin Fields is what this team is building around. The skill set, the things, him and Luke Getzey and what they do and the weapons on offense, yes. But we need to see Justin Fields perform as well on the field so that we can continue to see that grow and we continue to see players want to come to Chicago and hopefully at some point make the Chicago Bears a destination for free agents to want to come and compete. But we have to be able to win to do that. And to win, we still got to address the offense and defensive line. All right, that's enough of me talking for today, at least on my own topics. We're going to go ahead and get into the mailbag for today. We're going to start this first one off. This first voicemail is from BC. What BC always right is his name? BC,
3: go ahead. this your man, BC. You know I'm always right. Hey, I'm going to need C-Dub to pour me a glass of that brown liquor because I'm a little worried about your man Pose. Hey, he hasn't renew anybody contract since the day that he started. He let all the free agents from the past go. He haven't rewarded anybody. Look at Munchie, David Montgomery. That man worked super hard, good locker room presence, and he was a captain. Dude still didn't reward him. I'm worried that that he cheat and he don't reward his own people. Nobody gonna work hard for him. Got to pay somebody, man. I thought we'd have some big splashes, but they said that he didn't want to pay nobody. Starting to get a bad reputation. So I think he absolutely have to extend Darnell Mooney. Uh, what's his name? Jalen Johnson and Cole Komet. Because if he don't extend them, nobody going to play for my man no more. Tell me what you think.
2: All right. So BC says he's worried about it. This is a, a very solid point, I would think. Um, is that, you know, not re-signing people. He hasn't re-signed, um, you know, any of the of the veterans. He traded Roquan. David Montgomery didn't get his money. Really, is if I'm not mistaken, the only player that he's re-signed or given extension to so far is maybe EQ. Um, so, you know, you have to look at that. And in, in the upcoming, what what BC pointed out, you look at Jalen Johnson, you look at Cole Komet, you look at Darnell Mooney, right? How... Ryan Poles treats these players specifically if they perform well in next season. It's going to be important. Cole Keman and Darnell Mooney, especially because of their their chemistry with our our quarterback Justin Fields. Now I will say in the in the in the thing of Dar- of David Montgomery is that I, I've said it before. I don't. I I would love to have seen David Montgomery stay here. I would have loved it. But I understand why not. Like this is a league in which running back may be the easiest replaceable position, and because of that. We may every GM has the position they may just not pay for or they need a player at a certain level to be willing to pay the money needed to keep a player at that position. And we may just be seeing that running back in that case for Ryan Poles is that position, especially when you have a deep running back draft, especially when you are able to go out and get a Donta Foreman to come in and and maybe produce uh, similarly. Those type of things are important. Like, no, nothing's going to just replace uh, our our uh, our appreciation of David Montgomery, he was great while he was here, but he is replaceable and running backs in general are replaceable in this modern uh, NFL. So maybe that's what it is. But I do, I understand where you're coming from. When you look at the players that he either sent away, did not resign, and has now done this thing. Okay. When now, when people, when players do perform, especially at a position of need, let's make sure we get them locked in. You guys can let me know what you guys think on that one down below. Do you agree with BC always right? Do you agree with that concern? Is that a concern that you have? Let me know on that down below. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is from Rory.
4: Hey, it's me again, man. I got to call again, bro. It's your boy Rory, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Pose is doing his thing, boy. Like you said, give that man the keys to the city. You know what I'm saying? Chuck Pose. King Pose. Hey, man. Hey, to be honest with you, man, um, <laughs> Pose, uh, his position, his job is not on the line. You know what I'm saying? For years to come. I mean, these decisions that he's making with the new running back, uh, foreman, and the new, um, I guess to answer my question, I asked you about, uh, who would you rather have, uh, Tajay, T- T- um, um, and, uh, Bijan. So I guess that's kind of like off the table for that. Um, but this new, this foreman guy, man, he's solid. And that, uh, new, um, that new tight end from Green Bay, man, come on, man. Poses and making some key signs. He's very strategic in what he's doing. I mean, very strategic. And uh, what steve said, man, do He's like, man, he's like, he's studying, you know what I'm saying, these players, man. He, he's doing his research. He's, he's doing his homework, man. And I love what I'm seeing with these signing, man, because um, he's nailing it. He's knocking out the ballpark, you know what I'm saying? He's addressing up, um the 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 issues that we need, you know what I'm saying? With the problems that we have, you know, he's addressing those um, problems. And like I said, I think you know the pressure's not really on, on on Fields. If you really think about it, the pressure's really on Gatsby. Think about it; it's on Gatsby because Hose has now upgraded this line and everything. I mean, all, all you got to do in um in the draft now, because pretty much he you know with the free agency, he um he was defensive um, on the defense. So I'm pretty sure in, in the draft. He's gonna to have to go offense to get some offensive linemen and also get some defensive defensive linemen as well. But man, the pressure is on 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 Gatsby on because he's getting he's getting some real legitimate weapons. And if we still.
1: Dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
4: In the uh, same old play from last year, bro, we, we can't blame Phils. That's all on Getty, because he's, he's calling the play. He's the play caller, so it's all on him. The pressure's really on Getty because Phil, I mean, um, Poe did his thing. You just add him the weapons and, and the upgrades that he needs and he position and he hold that we that we uh that we need, and he's still in the hold with quality players, so if we don't get no better man like i said i hey got a question to get me, and I was on the defensive line with uh a boy um allen and you know I don't like him anyway. you know what I'm saying hey so hey he he, he upgraded that defensive line too, so hey, he's not done yet, you No, know? hey I'll let your boy man, let me know what you think, hey. Because, like I said,
2: Pose did his job. There's no question about that. How that? All right. So, uh, Rory singing the praises of Ryan Pose, and he's talked about the pressure on Luke Getz. And I've said this right: if we if we improve the offensive line in the way that we need to, yes, the pressure is on Luke Getz to run an offense. You have the weapons now, right? To run and build your offense around these weapons. You're gonna have Chase Claypool as part of your team from day one. You have to integrate him rather than get DJ Moore in the middle of the season. You have. Now, your wide receiver core, your tight end, your running backs, we need to do some work on the offensive line, but you're going to have them locked in from day one before training camp comes in. Luke he needs to be at work right now, figuring out what type of offense this team is going to be, figuring out how to put these players in the best situation, figuring out how to best utilize the weapons that he's going to have at his disposal next season. And hopefully, we're protecting Justin Fields in that as well by improving that offensive line. Yes, we have to do that work. Now, I will say this, Ryan Pose, you still got, you still have to address the offensive line. Yes, Pose has got out and got weapons, and I love the moves that Pose has made. But if it all comes not by not upgrading the offensive line with that, it's still going to have a lot of questions around that, especially around the protection of justin Fields, so we need to also look at those things as well but good voicemail from rory let's get into this next one this one's from antonio
5: hey what's up hey this is uh antonio aka youtube channel gladiator channel um yeah i got my concerns about Jalen carter man i don't think uh that ba- the best to draft him at number nine even if he slide down to number nine i don't trust the guy you know i don't um it's just that way he lied about he was going to get cleared on all charges and he ended up pleading no contest, telling everybody promise he promised he going to get cleared on all charges. And then the biggest thing was, to me, was his pro day. The man was out of shape. He couldn't finish his pro day. He couldn't finish the drills. That's a big sign to me that this man is not focused on football and that he is not working hard, you know. You know this is his big time to get into the NFL, and he goes and blows his like. It's like a job interview. He went and blew it, you know, because he's not prepared. So you know, I don't think the Bears should draft him at number nine. Frankly, I think if they do draft him, I will draft him with a seven-round pick. You know, he he, he seemed like a big a big kid. You know, he don't seem like a a a grown man ready to come into the NFL and be prepared to play football and be prepared for that lifestyle and with all the money he's gonna be getting. You know, it's just like a, a a a drug addict. If you give a drug addict all that money he end up being just spending it on more on drugs, doing more of what he loves to do instead of doing what he's supposed to be doing. All right, thank you, ma'am. Appreciate
4: it.
2: Bear down. All right. And this is one of the biggest things here, and I'm glad that you brought it up. Um, the concerns over Jalen Carter. Let's take the legal aspect out of it. Um, a Misdemeanors there. I don't think that's going to go. But I won't lie to you. When you hear that the motor has been one of the biggest questions of Jalen Carter, and then he's out of shape at his pro day. Right? Out of shape. Not being focused on his pro day. You said it perfectly, Antonio. This was the opportunity to, this was your job interview. And to fail that job interview, don't be surprised. Pair that with the legal trouble. Now with this this lack of being in shape at pro day, Jalen Carter is going to drop. And the biggest question that Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears have to ask themselves is that the concerns, you said it as well, he is young. He is not focused. And I think we've all been there at one point in time, but we didn't have millions of dollars on the line in doing that. So they have to do their due diligence and look at the fact of if Jalen Carter it's going to be worth it, or if this is going to be a player that you're always going to be fighting with in regards to him focusing on football, for him putting in the work in his body. Is he going to be one of those players that comes in to, to OTAs every year out of shape, right? Is it going to be that? Is he going to come into training camp? You have to spend the first part of training camp just getting him back into football shape. Is the motor, are you going to have to find ways to continually motivate him, and he's not going to be self-motivated and focused on this game of football. And that is a question that for a top 10 pick, a lot of Bears fans, a lot of, a, a lot of execs don't want to deal with. Now you have, you're going to have some team that is going to see that and be like, don't worry, I can work that out of you. And the Bears may very well be that, but I would not blame the Bears at all. If they look at this Jalen Carter nonsense, it's like, we don't even want to deal with that. There are people here that we can tell want it, and they may not have the potential of, of a Jalen Carter, but guess what? they are They're going. They're, may maximize on whatever potential they have more than Jalen Carter because they got the work ethic, because they're dogs, because they just are going to go out and make it happen. And so when you're asking yourself that and you have to worry about that, you absolutely have to paint that into what you're doing as well. So I don't disagree with you at all. It's hugely concerning. And hopefully we see it corrected because I tell you what, those red flags are looking real red right now, real red. And I have some concerns that I know other Bears fans do. All right, let's get into the last voicemail. This is another one for Rory.
4: What up, Hayes? This is Rory again. Hey, man, I got a question to ask you, man. Um, I was watching um, on YouTube. and I saw your boy Skip Bayless. fat mouth about my quarterback again, man. I mean, come on, let's not act like, not you, Hayes, but let's not act like, you know, Justin Fields can't throw that rock, man. I mean, he's a, he's a quarterback first, but he's mobile. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasn't doing all that running in uh, in Ohio State, bro. I mean, he was slinging that rock. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you go back and you look at Justin Fields' highlights and look at the big throws he made in the pros, man. Come on, man. We acting like Justin Fields can't throw the rock. He had a bad offensive line. Dude, come on. And the guy's running for his life. And how many times you think he's been sacked? That's ridiculous. That goes to show you that we had a bad offensive line. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a St. Brown. I mean, who else did he have, you know? You know, um, and I got another question, man. Hey, what's up with, um, with, um, I think they should bring the kill, uh, Harry back. You know what I'm saying? That's a big body receiver, man. I think given more opportunities and more chances, I think he was, he can really be a threat, you know, on that, on that wide receiver core. I really think so, man. Um, but you no, know, the great addition with, um, DJ Moore for sure. But, uh, I think they should bring the kill Harry back, man. I definitely think that. Cause I think he, um, you be a red zone threat. I mean he's tall, he's athletic, he got size. They should bring him back, man. I mean, I don't know what, what's happening with you no know, the rest of these guys. Byron Ping, Pringle and, you know, these other guys. And I'm so with you, Hayes, man, I cannot stand um uh, uh, and um and um Sam Mustber. Get him the hell up out of here, man. Get Musty up out of here. He's horrible. With uh, um Bobby say he's uh uh dumpster juice. That's what, man, he is that, all that, bro. I can't stand Sam Mustafa. They need to get him out of that, man. We need, a, a solid, you know, center. You know what I'm saying? Now, pose as, you know, address that, that linebacker core. You know, I think we are pretty solid on that. We need to address that front four on the defense. And we need you know definitely, man, we need to get some, uh, offensive lineman. That offensive line has to be addressed, bro. I don't know if he's going to do that during the draft or he's going to do that, you know, the free agency or what. But well, he gotta start um um uh, doing that um dressing that um that offensive line. I think that um that signing with um uh, Nate Davis, I think that was a pretty solid, you know, signing. And man, Pose is strategic man. Hey man.
2: Hey, pose the man. All right, Rory asking about Skip. Nobody cares about Skip Bayless. I don't care what Skip Bayliss has to say about Justin Fields. Skip Bayless ain't a Chicago Bears fan. Skip Bayless doesn't follow the Chicago Bears in and out. I guarantee you, Skip Bayless probably watched watch one Chicago Bears game last season. I don't give two craps about what no skip Bayless has to say about our football team. I don't care about that. That's why, again, not even shout out to Swifty. Shout out to the Windy City uh uh breeze, shout out to to those type of people who cover this team. That's who you want to look at. The Windy City Productions, that's who you want to look at. Skip Bayless don't know nothing about no Chicago Bears. He don't know nothing about the Monsters of the Midway. Skip Bayless don't know shit about the Chicago Bears and what this what this franchise is and can be. So you know what? You talk about Justin Fields, cool. Keep throwing the doubt there. I can't wait till he proves you wrong. Keep throwing doubt. I can't stand these national media idiots who try to talk and pick these storylines that don't follow these teams in and out every single day go to 670 to score we know they're following the team every single day skip ain't nobody caring about no skip bayless that's my thoughts on you guys can let me know what you think all that down below thank you for tuning in to chicago bear central make sure you guys are following the show at uh at shy bear central you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns chicago bear central gmail.com and then lastly if you want to leave a text message, a couple of you guys left voicemails on the wrong voicemail you left voicemails on the Chicago Bulls Central voicemail. So make sure you write this number down. If you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for Chicago Bears Central, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. We out this mug. Love you guys. Peace y'all. Bear down! Bear down!
1: This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media.